Peruse the News is recorded in front of a live audience on Spreaker. Studio DNA presents Peruse the News. Every week, many things happen around this crazy world of ours, and it's up to your host to glance around at them and decide what's worth talking about. Join them on a journey of the wonderful, a journey of the strange, a journey of adventure. And here come our hosts now. Please welcome, it's Aaron Andenay! I did it! I did it! I did it! I managed not to laugh. That was nicely done. So today we're going to be talking about wearable technology that's wearable both on the skin Uh uh, and actually in fact. Fit fashion, uh, fitness trend, food woes, and the big news at the end of the show, of course, is Oscars. Aaron's probably going to talk about his love of movies, and I am going to judge the Oscars based on the headlines that I've read. <laughs> so, which is all you can do because you didn't watch it. That's right. <laughs> uh, it sounds like going to be an amazing show. How have you been? Like, how's like how? It's been two weeks Ugh. since we've done this because you got sick. I got the flu. You flewed it up. Yeah, I'm feeling much, flewed much it up better. and threwed it up. I didn't throw it up. You didn't? No. You didn't puke at all? No. So you just got a fever and a cough and mm-hmm. you hacked. You did a lot of hacking. Yeah, and I was very tired. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I guess it's confession time. I wasn't sick. I just wanted to watch TV <laughs> for a week. So Watch what? TV. Oh. <laughs> what do you think I said? I didn't know if you mentioned a specific show. Oh, no. Uh, look, I've I did, been there. I did watch a specific show while I was sick. Which was? Um, I've been streaming Family Matters from yeah. season one, episode one. <laughs> Whatever happened to predictability? Uh-huh. The Milkman, the Paperboy. Even MTV. <laughs> I just went Beverly Hillbillies for there some reason. I have, <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. So that's been kind of fun. Nice. To see a show that was from like the early '90s, you know, it's right in your wheelhouse. How much man. has changed? But just look at fashion, and then like things will happen on the show that just wouldn't ever happen now with technology. You know, like oh right, yeah, yeah. When Carl took a wrong turn, and then they lost their ability to drive. They were straight on the side of the road, and mm. he had to get out in the cold and walk to the gas station. Yeah, getting lost is a thing of the past in many ways. Wouldn't happen anymore. Yeah. You'd get on your cell phone. You'd call for help. That's right. So, and you probably would have had GPS to help you out in the first place. Carl also was going to go to a reunion, a 20-year high school reunion yeah. or something like that. And he was afraid to go because he'd gained weight. And everybody would already know that on Facebook now. Exactly. It's amazing. So that's kind of fun to just watch it and see what's shifted around and changed. All your shows make no sense anymore. Yeah. <laughs> But it's really fun. So that was what I did. I just basically, oh, and I played, you know, app games. Yeah. My new favorite app game. I have been there where I've been a little bit sick and I'm like, you know what? If I play this up, I can have maybe an extra health day. I'm not saying you did this, but like I'm saying that's a very human, like there's a, and I actually think that's okay. It's okay to take like a mental health day, you know, to continue to get better from, you know, whatever little bit of stuff you're getting through. To be clear. This is not Danae. She I didn't actually do this. She, yeah, she legit had, had the flu. The test. She went to the doctor, got the test. And I had influenza strain A. It was, you had the bird flu. 
which is, can I tell you, I've never had the flu in my whole entire life and it was awful and I hated it. Yeah. And then I gave it to my daughter and I felt real, real bad about that. But we have to be close. She needs to eat. So the last time I had the flu was maybe eight years ago. But I don't think it was the the flu like that you're talking about. Mm. I think it was because I, I just threw up the whole time. Oh, like it was. I, I, That's this, see, I don't understand what like the difference in the flu types are. So the one that it I had been food poisoning for all I know. The but. one that I had apparently also animals can have like birds can mm-hmm. have it too. So yeah. I felt very close to my bird friends out there in the world. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is the closest we've ever been. This is virus that we're sharing. Aw. It's so, so sweet. Thank you, bird. I guess a bird sneezed on me, and that's how I got it. I don't know. Have you ever seen a bird sneeze? Do birds even sneeze? Yeah, oh, absolutely. They do not. They do something. You've never seen a bird sneeze. Who? It's an amazing thing. Who sees? No, not an owl. Animal. Not an owl. <laughs> Who watches bird sneeze, Aaron? How do you see birds sneeze? Their little head goes, what's it? <laughs> what, what was that? What's it? <laughs> Look at that. I like how you're also making the beak. Well, you have to make the beak hand, with your hand. With your hand. Is that right? No, it's close. <laughs> the end was a, a little off, but yeah, birds absolutely sneeze. I actually lately have been really, you know, focusing in on my health as well. I decided to make my health journey public on Twitter. Uh, last week I posted my current weight, you know, just kind of goal. And I don't want to like deluge my Twitter with it. So just every week I'm just going to post a little short update, you know, to my followers and just kind of, for me. Are you, have you hashtagged yourself? No, no, I don't feel like there's a hashtag or anything. It's just when I, and I wasn't actually going to necessarily about, follow up a about, ton on it, but. Hashtag Dicer loses it. <laughs> no. 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 You could use it for many things. Uh-huh. If you get upset about something. Right. Yep. Same. It, it applies. Totally it's understand. really universal. It is. Application. Um, yeah, was I, that weird though to to just actually get into what you're talking about? Is it weird to tell people like publicly what you're doing? The first time I lost a bunch of weight, um, which was 2007 ish, so almost like you know over a decade ago. Uh, a lot of it had to do with the fact that it was very public. Uh, I did it on my oh, radio yeah. show. You know, uh, the I accountability. A, I had whatever. a blog, those kind of things, and I think that accountability is a big deal for me. That public accountability um, that is beyond just the people who are directly around me, but to—I don't know why it is—but there's this public accountability to strangers that is powerful to me, and I, I don't know what that is. But when I posted the first time, there was so much support. I was like, you know what? I'll just give, give an update every week and. You know, it's nice to have people cheering you on and, and all that kind of stuff. So I did my first update today and I'm down five pounds. And Did you, you know, have a good kind response? Of, kind of, yeah, it was a great response. Good. So that's kind of been recently going on with my week. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's much better health-wise than getting sick. Hey, it's like the whole spectrum. Yours was a weight loss plan too. Yeah, I actually did lose weight <laughs> while I was sick, which is not the best way. It is the absolute best way <laughs> to lose your baby weight. Yeah, Get right? the flu. Get the flu, lose five pounds. They should just give new moms the flu. <laughs> no. When they leave. That's, no, that's, an awful, that's an awful idea. Well, we want to make sure to thank those of you who make this show possible. Peruse the News is um, all in part due to our patron fans. Yeah. They give monthly to support the studio. Today's show is sponsored by Sepe. We don't know how to say your name, unfortunately. I apologize. Sepe is a brand new supporter. Started supporting last week. Yeah. So thank you so much for that. Well, you ready to get into the show? Absolutely. All right. Well, I'm going to kick us off this week. Um, this was really exciting. I know how much you love wearable and like new tech stuff, Aaron. So I love wearables. I'm ready for embeddables. Well, this is a wearable. This is an elastic skin. 
It's oh, a, this is close. This is getting us closer. <laughs> so it's I'm a, ready. A la- it's an elastic electronic skin, um, and this was developed by the University of Tokyo's Graduate School of Engineering. Okay. And it was specifically developed to go um, towards like doctors to put on patients to help with monitoring you know, various things and communicating with them, specifically like seniors. I've seen I've seen some of these before where there's this constant communication with your doctor. And I when I've seen it in sci-fi movies, like futuristic movies, it's always one of those things that I'm like, oh, that has to exist soon. Where your the feedback of your just your vital signs is always available to your healthcare professional, you know? Yeah. It's uh something it just makes that sense. Combines with like a biomedical sensor system through like wireless technology. Yeah. So maybe we'll like wear something like to like do a heart monitor. Yeah. But then it's shown how things are going on your hand, for example. So and then this this material is breathable, so you can wear it, I guess, for up to a week without really any concern. Well, it's like so make- like for the length of your doctor's visit, for example, if you had to go to the hospital for a period of time. Mm-hmm. And I guess maybe you can also send, since it's all like micro LEDs, you can also tell it to make symbols. So let's say you're having a hard time communicating mm-hmm. and you wanted to like tell your patient like you're doing good. Maybe you could make it do like a thumbs up sign or, you know, just a way to additionally communicate Because we visually. need more emojis in our life. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do a good job of, Telling you how things no, are going. I've come, I have come around on the emoji train. I don't use them a, a ton, but there is something about pictures that you can communicate more. Right. I'm more on the animated GIF, you know, angle than the emoji angle. But there is something about just a simple picture that can communicate things that you, you know, take longer to in text. But yeah. Um. So that's what I'm waiting for is something that the doctor can send me an animated GIF. On Unfortunately, my, uh, this technology is still expensive. <laughs> <laughs> so just like with most tech, there's some kinks that have to be, you know, worked out. And there's also needs to be like just better costs for manufacturing before this becomes something that maybe we'll see sold at, you know, like the mall for something that you could just wear on the weekend with your friends. Well, like I know right now it's practicality is definitely like more medical and it's expenses, something that like a major corporation would have to invest in. I know y'all are freaked out about it. I know. No, 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 I understand. I know you all are freaked out about, you know, privacy and, um, uh, all of us becoming cyborgs, but I think we all have to accept it because I'm telling you something like this eventually will be something that is just part of being a human is you have embedded monitors that monitor your life signs for, you know, your loved ones. I would love, and can you imagine, you know, a world where like, for instance, my son who has diabetes at any second, I can just open up my app and see how he's doing, how his blood sugar is at any moment. You know, those kind of things, those things are starting to exist. Yeah. Did you see like, but they all depend on us to do them. Did you see last year there was some people um, like at a, I think it was MIT and some other place, maybe Harvard. Mm -hmm. I was just reading about it earlier today. That's why I can remember that so specifically, but they're doing research on uh, tattoo ink that, yeah. that changes color based on your interstitial fluid. So if your sugar levels are low, the color of your tattoo will change or it'll disappear and reappear. Mm-hmm. So you can like look down and see just on your actual, like a tattoo, not an external skin you put on over the top, but actually mm-hmm. something that's tattooed in your body. We're going to figure so. out 
the that's interesting. We're going to, to figure out the mechanic, the biomechanical barrier, which is the barrier between mechanical parts working inside of a, bio, a biological environment like our body. We're going to figure that out very soon, and we will be cyborgs within the next twenty to thirty years. And I don't. But do we have it, to call ourselves cyborgs? <laughs> well, literally, just maybe means, there's something else. You have machines that are part <laughs> of your body. Uh, I just think that's going to be a thing, and I think we all just need to get used to it. Well, and I, for one, welcome our cyborg overlords. There you go. What's yours? My first one uh, should have done feta. Brighton Cheese Festival runs out of cheese. So this is a cheese festival in England that, due to weather, <laughs> oh no, had one food truck that had some cheese. That's People bad. were paying like 20 bucks to get into this quote-unquote cheese festival. <gasps> and so many of the cheese vendors canceled that it was basically like one food truck and then one other table. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's a nightmare. And they weren't giving people their money back. And it's they just were? Like, no, they weren't. <gasps> I'm just like, you have you to. You have to. You cannot sell people a $20 ticket. For a and cheese they, fest. And they walk into the, you know, to the fairgrounds or whatever. And then have to buy <laughs> their no, own food truck food too? There, yeah, there's nothing <laughs> there. Uh, I just thought this was hilarious. Do you so. like cheese? Like I all, love like, cheese. Like, like even design cheese. Like I'm a designer cheese. <laughs> designer like cheese. Designer cheese. In like the more expensive types of cheese. Yeah. You know where it's I, like most a, cheeses are great. Um, I just wondered with your super tasting if you like even really enjoy like some of the sharpest sharp ones are a little much for me. Like but jalapeno sharp, cheeses. Well, okay. Or fruit if you, cheeses. If well, actually, cheese is a great place for jalapeno because it's not as hot. Like, you know, there's when you put jalapeno in cheese, it's a little less intense. Right. So I, I mind it a little less. It's actually the one place where I'm able to taste what jalapeno actually tastes like. Is that true for everything? Like, let's, okay, so you can't do pickle. Right. If I put pickle in, a, in cheese. No, it would be, it would be oh, okay. awful. I'm it just wondering if it would mute everything. No, 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 no. Okay. No, yeah, in the in the 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 most for the most part I love to praise Jesus. I do. I love to praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. I can tell when you're doing a pun now uh-huh. based on your facial expression. <laughs> so even if I miss it, I know something has happened and and now I now I'm with you. But can you imagine paying twenty bucks and going into this festival? What a grading experience that would be. You know, grading experience. That one. All right, my next one. Okay, it's possible I chose this story just for the cheesy puns. That's very possible. <laughs> Are there any others that you really want to <laughs> no, get no, no. over? No, we're good. We're good. Something there about some it Swiss, not being a holy some, experience. Yeah, there were some Swiss cheese puns, but they had holes in them. So yeah, you can continue. Well, <laughs> I beat you to that one. Yeah, you yes. did. Nicely I'm done. getting better. You're getting cheddar. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> wow. All right. We're going to move on now. <laughs> um, my next one is a new fitness trend called plogging. P L L O G G I N G. Okay. It can keeps, I guess? Keeps both humans and oh oh. Do you want to no, guess no, no, before I ahead, give the, the full title? No no no. You're you're fine. Keeps both humans and Mother Earth healthy. Ooh. Okay. So what is plogging? Aaron? If it keeps both humans and Mother Earth healthy, mm-hmm. plogging has to do with special shoes called plogs. Yeah, but when you wear them, they air they aerate the earth 
so that more things can grow and and keeps the world healthy. The fungus from your feet. <laughs> yes, it feeds, easily it feeds feed. your toe fungus down. There's a little <laughs> there's a little slide there that allows that out and then yeah, it's a beautiful it's a portmanteau. Is that how you say it? Portman- portmanteau. Portmanteau mm-hmm. of jogging mm-hmm. and placa up, which is. Well, the, I don't even know what that second thing is. Which is. Is that also a portmanteau? <laughs> like, are we are we inceptioning our portmanteaus right now? It's Swedish for pickup. Okay. So I think this started in Sweden. So yeah, it started in Sweden. So it's so basically where you jog and then also look for trash to pick up. Yes. Okay. And it's hashtag plogging. And so. People who are fitness minded and go jogging, they just spend extra time and squats. So like you go and you've got a little bag that you run with. And when you see trash, you squat and pick it up. And so it just. Do you have to squat in a certain way so that you're doing the exercise right? Or like, you is just there bend a right, over. Is there a right way to plog? There's, I don't know. I've never plogged before. Are, and there, I, <laughs> are there forms you have to make like where it's ploga? You know? Ooh, I'm liking this. <laughs> so you're plogging along. You see some trash. Then you do some ploga. Wow. While you pick it up. See, you should start getting involved in this. Of course. Are you going to? No. Ah, why? Because I jog on a treadmill. <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> There's not a lot of trash that I can I'm going to help with. you. Yeah. I'm going to come and watch you work out. And throw and trash at me. And trash at you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm helping him plog. <laughs> Just do it for everybody, even though they have no idea what you're doing. I think this is pretty cool. <laughs> no, it is. it is smart. I, I have like actually it. picked up trash while jogging before. So, you know, technically I have plogged. Um, the person that was writing this article says that a 30-minute plog burns 288 calories versus only 235 from jogging. <laughs> so I kind of liked that they had specifically kind of like created why. <laughs> it burned three extra calories. You're going to increase no, your calories. 288. Burn- 235 to 288. I thought you said 238 to 235. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> like, if I did, which, I apologize. Which, by the way, makes sense. It's not like <laughs> picking something up takes a lot of calories. Still, you're looking at less than a 10% increase the, on your calories. The article that I saw, um, it's there's if you go to if you use Instagram, you mm-hmm. can just search for the hashtag plogging, and there's ones. One of them, uh, all of the pictures have. You know, someone like with a little picker up thing or just a trash bag mm-hmm. running on the beach. And then there's this one where someone says, don't have a bag. No worries. Kind of a situation. And she's just got plastic bottles. She's stuffed in her pants. And then like that one really disturbed me because these are this is trash. Yeah. That has just been out in the world. Like, who knows? Right. And she's what that plastic bottle was used literally for. stuffed it into her pants. And it's a mm-hmm. picture of like her, like her stomach with her shirt kind of pulled up. And it's like, <laughs> and it's like a utility belt of just all these like gross bottles sticking out of her pants. Anyway, oh my. So I don't recommend that. That is a whole different kind of six pack. <laughs> it's gross, right? That is, that is disgusting. And yet she's super proud of herself. So anyway. Um, if you're going hiking or jogging or whatever, you uh-huh. can become a plogger if you want to. You can I think plog. If you're going to plog effectively, it's almost like you have to be very intentional about it, right? Like it's not just, oh, if I run across from, tr- uh, you know, trash on my jog, I'll pick it up. It's almost like you're scouting, right? While you're jogging, looking down different streets. It, it could almost like reveal your jogging route. You know, if you see some trash in the distance, you know, you're going to have to jog that way to go get it. You know, oh, like an thing. adventure, like a choose yeah. your own plog adventure. Yes. I love it. Yes. That's a lot of fun. (laughs) 
Before we move on to our second group of stories, just a reminder that this is a fan-funded podcast network at Patreon. Patreon.com slash Studio DNA is the link to go. Lots of cool stuff there. Uh, I would love for you to be able to have your own podcast feed that they have there, and that includes bonus episodes, which for some reason just contain pure gold randomness. Um, I was just thinking about what were some of the things that we talked about on the bonus episode for this? I We talked about, well, we, we did cover why we were gone, which we talked about in mm-hmm. this show, yes. but then it quickly turned into I think a conversation was- about... You know, Schoolhouse it, Rock conversation. If we tell you, it sounds so lame. <laughs> you just need to go listen for yourself. Uh, and the way to do that is to support the podcast network. Three bucks a month is how to get your own custom podcast feed. And because it is all of the bonus episodes and every episode that's on the Studio DNA podcast network, um, and we have our own feed for that. It's also an ad-free experience, too. So there's just some fun perks, and you can find out all about that and become a patron supporter at patreon.com slash DNA. And because we record these episodes live, the chat can confirm it was pure gold. So <laughs> thanks for that. Thank you, chat. Thank you. Appreciate that very much. You ready to kick off the next series of hilarious and strange news stories or interesting and inspiring just stuff that caught our attention like this uh shaquem griffin whose name you have probably never heard uh in likely because you don't pay attention today doesn't pay attention i should say to sports very much no i don't but uh shaquem is a one-handed linebacker who is at the uh, NFL Combine. Now, do you know what the Combine is? All right. There's a lot of things happening in my mind right now, and okay. I just want to pause. All right. I have First, I have a question. Sure. I didn't know that there was... So there's a linebacker pa- call, called the one-hand line, linebacker? Oh, no, no, is no. no that a- is not a, that's not a position. Like, not every... Not every team has, you know, the two-handed linebacker and the one-handed linebacker. He, he literally, literally has, has one, one hand. hand. Yes. Okay. I just assumed maybe no, 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 that no, was like... fine. <laughs> You've got positions like quarterback, right. you know, I didn't running know. back. No, yeah. One-handed linebacker could be a position. <laughs> totally. I get it. Well, I'm glad I clarified. Okay. So that's one question done. All right. Next question. The Combine sounds like a horror movie or some kind of scary thing like you're coming from the Combine. Is, yeah. it, is it bad? No, no. It's it's no. where the NFL teams come together to look at prospects. So people who want to play professional football, they run them through drills. They do like, um, how fast can you run 40 yards? That's a big one. Uh, you know, how fast can you bench such and such a weight? So it's a um, torture chamber. It's not a torture. Ch- <laughs> it's like looking at their skills. Like it's a, it's a, it's a job interview, basically, to be on an NFL football team. But without the suits. More sweat. Yes, lots of sweat. And lots of athletic gear. Um, but he is killing it at the NFL Combine. And some of the stuff he's doing is so interesting to me. And there's something... he, By the way, he's only had one hand since birth. He I wouldn't a, say killing it after I said it sounded like a horror place. <laughs> he's doing a great job. He's doing very well. And this is a surprise because he only has one hand. Yeah. Well, good yeah. for him for now, breaking the mold some things like the uh the you know the 40 which is what they call the the 40 yard run uh he had the like highest time i should say lowest time best time okay for somebody at his weight ever nobody has ever run 40 yards as fast as him that weighed 225 pounds or more are you gonna make an aerodynamic joke 
No, no, oh, I wasn't. Okay. I wasn't. What I was going to say is something like that. You can go, okay, like it doesn't necessarily impact what he's doing. But then you go to the next video, which is of him bench pressing, where he locks his arm. Speaking of cyborgs, he locks his arm into this device that grips the pole so that he can push with that arm as well. Okay. And bench presses, you know, 225 pounds, 20 times, like it's nothing. Basically with one arm and, you know, just another, like part of an arm. balance, like some kind of a way to balance the weight more than anything. It kind of blew my mind. I was like, and and that stuff I love. Like there's a pitcher um, that played in the major leagues that had one arm. And he would have his glove on his nub on the other arm while he pitched with his one arm. And then through the pitching motion would put his hand in the glove on the nub so he could field with the same hand that he threw with. Like just that kind of stuff, like humans overcoming those kind of disabilities that I know. they've had their whole life. I love that stuff. I remember watching something on television about a lady who, I think she was even a mother, mm-hmm. who didn't have hands. And she was going to- everything with her feet? Yeah, yeah. She did everything with her feet, which was fascinating to watch her feed a child with like a bottle with your feet. And so like even since having my daughter, I've tried to do things with my feet just because I remember this video and I, yeah. I'm, <laughs> it's not it's not okay. Have you tried but, to change a diaper with your feet? No. Um I tried you to You should and we should get video. <laughs> okay. But what she did that really blew my mind in this little it, it was she went through the drive-through. Oh yeah. And she reached up and grabbed the bag of her food and set it in the seat beside her and then like carried on. And it just like, I'm like, what? You know, yeah. the body is amazing. And we just, you compensate. You just uh, use, yeah. you use Adaptation is, is such an interesting thing. So anyways, I'd, I'd encourage you to look up. And then the other part of what this. What was his name again? Shaquem. S-H-A-Q-U-E-M. Okay. I think I'm saying that right. Okay. Uh, Shaquem Griffin. And by the way, his twin brother. I would say Shaquem, but maybe. Um, I, I wouldn't, th- I would think there'd be another E in there if it was Shaquem. Yeah, we don't know. Um, but his brother, his twin brother, by the way, is now playing in the NFL. He graduated the year before him. So I didn't read into detail why they're twins and in different like school years. But anyway, so his brother last year, you know, impressed everybody. And well, sometimes you're smart and you move ahead. That's true. So. My one thing is, as I read the story, I'm like, that guy's amazing. And look what he's doing. And can you play a different sport? <laughs> like. <laughs> this is, I like there's part of me that's like I don't want anybody to play you football overcome <laughs> so much why go to head injury land <laughs> right yes exactly <laughs> uh, my next story is a very light hearted story Pizza Hut has created shoes that let you order pizza and when it comes to the door it'll pause the TV for you and <laughs> but I just, why shoes I'm just kind of blown away by it but why shoes sir why shoes <laughs> I don't know why shoes. They're the official pizza of March Madness, and so they're basketball style shoes. Mm-hmm. They're they're called pie tops too. I like they it. They created pie tops. Always down with a good pun. The first one, and I think they were more like they did create the shoe. It did order pizza, like you would just like reach down and I guess click the tongue of the shoe or something, uh-huh. and then it would automatically order pizza. Because that's so much easier than just clicking an app on your phone. But it was more like a just like a show shoe. Uh-huh. But now they've created um, 50 pairs of these shoes that are going to be available at this. HBX.com the week of March 19th and more pairs to come later on in the year. Uh, you can go and see like what they look like. It's There's- a classic false demands you know, scenario. 
where they're creating a limited amount of something that will obviously be a curiosity. And so they will sell out. It almost doesn't matter what they price them at. There will be 50 people because it's such a curiosity to go, I'm going to get the pizza buying shoe. So um, I was interested in what they looked like. They come in red and wheat. <laughs> wheat? A wheat color. Okay. Which is, yeah. So the red is the gluten free. I, I understand. So. Um, and then ordering through the sh- shoes will get you two $6 two topping medium pizza deals throughout the tournament. So I guess you also get a deal on pizza. That's interesting. By ordering through the shoe. I'm just curious how much they're going to cost. Like if you have to spend $200 on these shoes and then you get like cheaper pizza. But anyway, they it's, this is this is a thing. Domino started this by the way. They have been like making ordering a pizza easier and easier. They have the thing on their app now. By the way, I love the Domino's app. Um we have been we have been a Pizza on Friday families for a long time now. Every Friday night we have pizza as a family together. It's one of our traditions. And my boys both work at Little Caesars. My two older boys work at Little Caesars, so it's always been Little Caesars. The Domino's app is so good, we've started ordering from Domino's just so I can use the app. Is it the one where it tells you like where the pizza is yeah. in the yeah. delivery process? And like if you have a, a particular order, uh-huh. you can literally open the Domino's app and just tilt the phone and it'll order your order for you. Like you, it's so easy. That's fine. To, to order stuff. So um, I like these And you get bonus of, pizzas, you know, however many times you use the app kind of thing. I like the gimmicks. Yeah. I think the gimmicks are fun. Uh, was it KFC that they did the uh, drone? The, drone delivery? The chicken wing box that was also a drone. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So these kinds of things for me are just kind of fun. Yeah, the curiosities. Yeah. And, so and you're going to get the shoes? Since there's only 50, I'm assuming they're going to be quite expensive. The answer is no. Also, I don't wear the style of shoe, but I'm tempted to. I think they actually kind of look fun. The like they literally just say pizza on the side here's, of them. Here's it's just great. Here's the alternate universe that I love. Mm-hmm. Danae orders these shoes, uh, wears them, is like, you know what? I should put these to use, and becomes a baller. Makes the WNBA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As a five-five, just gave <laughs> just birth it. person. Yeah, she heads out gonna... on the court, and because she has these pizza shoes, no, she's incredible. No, more than like. Like, if I was to enter the sports field in any way, it would be as... Do you wish you were a baller? Wish you were a little bit taller? Wow. No, I'm not going to continue on that. But I, <laughs> I wish that I was... I, I would go into the... Um, uh, where you're the character. What are they? Oh, mascot? Yeah, I would be mascot. <laughs> That's I would be... your entry into the world of sports? <laughs> yes. I would, I would There's be... no single, like, <laughs> yeah. actual athletic sport? That you think no. that you thought in like a, a different universe you may have been good at. Because mm-hmm. sports has never been appealing to you at all. But I'm curious if there is a sport that maybe just a glimmer of, oh, that might be fun. Nope. <laughs> Your silence I says don't it think all. So. I'm really trying to think here. Well, because because you don't like competition, I, so that's one I thing. Feel like you don't like rules. May have been <laughs> so that's one day. Where I may have actually hit the volleyball really oh, well. Oh, uh-huh. And I think that that, I, I maybe for a split second was like, oh, that was fun. Was it a bump, a set, or a spike? See, this is where things go awry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, you ready for the last one? Ready. Pretty much everyone on the plane threw up on gut-wrenching landing. Uh, this is, 
I always think of the the scene in Stand by Me where they're talking about you know if you throw up I'm gonna throw up. Well, if you throw up I'm gonna throw up, and then it'll just be throw up all over the world because everybody will start throwing up. Being in a closed space during something where most of the plane is vomiting, it just sounds like the most hilarious thing I've ever heard. Hilarious! Like, oh my goodness, I would have loved to have been on that plane. No. Oh, absolutely. I, first of all, I trust my constitution. Like, I wouldn't have been throwing up. So I feel like I would have been the guy on the plane, like, filming the whole thing and laughing. I don't think you would have been filming, because from what I understand, it was a really, really crazy landing. Like, Then I definitely would have been filming. I think you would have been afraid for your life. You think so? I would have been. Okay. It was a bad storm, right? Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was, it was a rough landing. It was they a, were trying to get down on the ground. Super windy. Mm-hmm. And to get have you ever down, had that happen? I've had I've been I've been in a plane where the it felt like the bottom just dropped out for a second. Mm-hmm, sure. Whew. Yeah. It's fun, right? And then like you're kind of like bouncing around up in the sky, and it's it's scary. So am I weird? Yeah. I think that is so like I like fun. I look forward to turbulence in planes. Throw up arms in the air. Yay! <laughs> That's a different kind of throw up. But oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I I really do. I look forward to turbulence. I'm I'm always laughing when turbulence happens. Um, I there's just something really interesting about it. Like, cause it makes of, of the feeling in your body, like it. Makes the feeling feel- in your body, it's just such a strange experience. It doesn't happen all that often to have like extreme turbulence or you know one of those big bumps or one of those big air pressure drops. Those are the best when you're going through the clouds. I always look forward to going through the clouds because the air pressure changes so much. And the air pressure will release and the plane will just drop a little bit. It is like the coolest thing ever. Do you feel like part of it is also that you're on the brink of death? <laughs> and like you're. No, I hate I hate the thought of dying. Okay. Like the, but I don't. I Listen, I riding in a plane is the, like one of the safest experiences I ever have. Like I'm not. I'm never worried about dying in a plane crash. Yeah. Never. I'm just saying if you were on this flight, you might have been. This is the audio they bring back at my funeral <laughs> when I have died in a plane crash. Man. Podcast host calls his own death. No, it's such a safe form of travel. Like, I just, I don't think that way. So even when there's turbulence, I'm never like, oh, no, it's, you know, it's my time's up. I It flashes through my mind every time I get on a plane. Hmm. I'm like, all right. We're going into well, the big can in the sky. Because it's so final if it does happen. Yeah. Like, it's it's not very survivable. We've seen Lost. <laughs> we true. know what happens. We just need an island. <laughs> we'll be fine. I just can't. Pilot, be- find us a magic island. I just can't believe that you you literally believe that if you were on a flight like this, your first instinct would, well, after we would be to film people puking. Yes, Absolutely. If everybody on the plane was throwing up, I would be so entertained. <laughs> That's so Can you weird. imagine? Like, all you hear uh, around you. <laughs> Do you like puke movies? No, it's gross. Like, we're, but we're, they've got bags. Everybody's got a bag in there. It's not like they're actually throwing up on the, like, the seats and stuff. That's true. I kind of, I just, I saw a big... You know, spew fest. Oh, gross. Mind. Oh, no. Now I don't like. No. <laughs> See, I wasn't thinking that. <gasps> do you think it was like that? I, I do. But I'm not sure because I didn't I didn't want to read the article. The I article don't like does the, say the pilots were throwing up, too. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so. when your stomach just all of a sudden just drops around, whatever you ate, 
maybe you ordered the pizza from the shoes. <laughs> that's right. That's you, what it was. And you got on the flight and you were sharing the pizza Des- with everybody. Decided to do shrimp for one of the toppings. Yeah. That was your first mistake. I just don't know how. It, I've never had, and I don't know that I ever will. Yeah. Been in a situation where my body has been suspended in the air and then dropped in such a fashion and then back up and then back down or whatever was happening on this yeah. crazy landing. To have the ability to get the the doggy bag out in time. Oh, you think there was puke all over the place? I just assumed that it was, but maybe that's because I've. Oh, now I don't like it. Now I'm not. <laughs> now I'm not filming. Now I'm like protecting my phone. <laughs> Oh, this is too much talk about puke. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> oh, well, we love talking about the Shoot the Dough podcast, or the, sorry, the Studio DNA podcast ne- network. It used to actually, we used to call it Shoot the Dough. Because mm-hmm. that's how it all started. Yeah. We should tell that story. Go ahead, tell the story. Long ago, when Aaron and Danae first met and started doing radio together, uh-huh. they decided that they needed an extra place to talk about the randomness of all of their imagination. Like puke and pizza shoes. <laughs> and so they started a podcast called Shoe the Dough, mm-hmm. which is a spoonerism for do the show. Mm-hmm. And on that podcast, all the randomness was poured out like vomit on a plane. <laughs> like vomit on an airplane. <laughs> is that a good story so far? Yeah, no, it's great. Yeah, we started a, a podcast called Shoe the Dough. It actually still exists. You can go back and listen to the original episodes yeah, of Shoe the Dough. Yeah, subscribe. From uh, 2012. Mm-hmm. And we've started and stopped it a, a couple of times. It's actually still there. We still plan on doing episodes. But that podcast launched many other podcasts that you might listen to here on Studio Dini's Podcast Network. But the oldie goldie, the original, the OG pod is Shoe the Dough. You can check out all our podcasts at the Spreaker page. Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA uh, is the Podcast Network Spreaker page. All the podcasts are there. You can listen to all the old episodes, comment on them. They're all available. You can also get the Spreaker app and do it that way uh, if you like. So there's lots of, of great ways to connect with the different podcasts. But yeah, you can do the Shoe the Dough that way or just search for it in whatever podcast player you use and uh, take a listen to the history the history of where peruse the news and several other podcasts on the network <laughs> came from pretty much you can say the whole studio dna yeah. podcast network exists yep because shoe the dough happened yeah it's our, it's one of my faves go check it out ready to get on to the big news so the big news this week is of course the oscars which i don't watch yeah why don't you but watch so many people do you don't watch because you don't you haven't seen any of those movies yeah i'm the kind of person that's like oh She looks familiar. What is he? Um, Okay, so she was in that one movie. So there's so little. I think her name is Margot Robbie. Angelina. (laughs) Oh wow, Jolie. That's Angelina Jolie. Or oh, I think that's Emma Stone. Oh, that's Whoopi Goldberg. But everybody else, like I could probably name four people that they that that are in the room. Maybe five. So there's but a lack then, of context. Yeah, everyone else is is a mystery to me. And I am not invested and excited about who wins because right. I don't usually watch most of the movies. Once I stopped doing Sif Pop Podcast, which is another podcast on our network, um, my movie watching went right back down to maybe like one a year. Yeah. <laughs> maybe two. Like, have you so, seen Black Panther yet? No. See, I know that's one you want to see. I really want to see You also have a it. new baby, so. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like maybe I would have seen it. We did take time to go see the Star Wars movie, Last Jedi. That was that was when we were like, let's let the give the baby to the center. Yeah. So, but you are a movie 
fanatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so very it's passionate. exciting for you. Uh, here's how I want to do this then. I think you tell me your idea of what happened at the Oscars. Okay. And based on article headlines you've read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Questions you have about, you know, like, you know. Um, I want to okay. know. I want to know what you think happened at the Oscars based on big buzz at the Oscars this year is uh-huh. that Emma Stone wore pants. Is really that's the big buzz? I mean, come on, that's huge. I w- I did not even notice that she was there. <laughs> I wasn't looking at her well, pants. I don't know. I didn't know what she was wearing. She wore pants. I mean, I knew she was wearing clothing. That's about all I knew. I do like looking at the gowns, like best dress, worst dress, kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I noticed that Jennifer Garner, when I looked at the picture, it looked like her, the top part of her dress was askew. It looked like. That's called asymmetrical. uh, No, it looked like her lady parts at the top were like (laughs) moved over to the left. They're called breastinae. And they were. you can say the word. They were not centered. So that was a weird one for me. So that one made my list personally. I remember that blue dress. Yeah, it was a blue dress. You know, you know why I remember that dress? Uh Because I was watching the pre-Oscar coverage. And they're always asking them blah, blah, blah about dresses. And they, they said, Jennifer, here are the amazing looks that you've pulled off at other Oscar, you know, things. And one of them was this asymmetrical dress where it had like one shoulder, shoulder mm-hmm. and one not shoulder. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she's like, I don't like doing asymmetrical. And I was looking at her dress and I was like, well, Isn't you're that- wearing an asymmetrical dress right now. Like. I'm going to ask you to confirm this photo. Do you feel like... That looks photoshopped. I know. It just looks like they've shifted to the left by quite a bit. Anyway, that was on... I feel like <laughs> Danae goes, look at Jennifer Garner's breasts. <laughs> Aaron, 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 look at her breasts. <laughs> um, so there's best dress, worst dress stuff. I did see Whoopi Goldberg in her drapes she had her dressmaker uh promise her that she'd make her a dress that her shoes wouldn't sh- show so that she could wear tennis shoes well she definitely made one that no one's thinking about her <laughs> shoes so that was one of the things you do you get into the fashion thing well that's that's the first headlines i okay. see are All usually right. best okay. dress worst dress yeah but then it was really interested because the screenwriter for the silent child yeah the guy that had the cutoffs like the the short sleeves and the sunglasses in the tennis shoes i saw a picture of the screenwriter and was a female so i don't know oh, okay it must be a different one uh she had part of her acceptance speech in sign language which was a promise to the lead uh, child actor from right. the silent child mm-hmm. it was a documentary i'm not sure correct so that was kind of a cool thing to think about just the happening there and then i saw there that, were a lot of beautiful moments um francis mcdermott mcdormand mcdormand mm-hmm. had her uh her award almost stolen. Somebody ran over and grabbed it and ran off. And, oh, really? And I almost didn't see got that. away with it. That's so funny. She made this incredible speech about empowering women. And she was like, when she got up there, she was like, um, okay, settling because I got things to say. And then it was like she started talking about uh, equality and she had all the women stand. And it was this really beautiful moment where she was like, you know, we need to do this. And then she finished by saying um, two words inclusion writer and my wife and i were like what inclusion writer and basically this is the idea that if you are a powerful star you have the ability to include writers in your contract and one of them could be i want the percentages of women in this movie to be a certain percentage or i'm not doing it i want percentage of minorities to be a certain percentage or i'm not doing it um so she was kind of advocating for forcing inclusion in you know hollywood productions i wonder if that was a um 
something that kind of came to mind with the Wonder Woman, the second movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the actress that plays Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot. Gal, she did that. She said, "If the production company is not changed, then I'm not doing it." Yeah, and that had to do with Weinstein because Weinstein but was still, behind that movie. You're using yeah. your power, exactly, to kind of say. I'll do it, but I needs to be demands need to be met in this way. To, yeah. So maybe not include. Maybe it was an inclusion, more of an exclusion. But it's just demanding that you have more of a say in how things are done because it matters. Yeah. So that was my big takeaway from the awards. I was just so grateful to see so many different cultures represented. There was a huge Mexican uh, celebration for Coco, which won two awards. Um, and it's such an authentically Mexican movie. Uh, that was beautiful to see, um, you know, persons of color doing amazing things and talking about, you know, having a chance Kamel Nanjiani, who's Pakistani, uh, having an ability to talk about, you know, uh, him growing up watching white dudes and being able to relate to them because they're movies and how now it's our turn to learn how to relate to a Pakistani, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, I love that kind of stuff. Uh, so I thought that was a really good, good kind of part of the awards. I'm glad so, it went well. Yeah, that See, was all. So you just read dresses and that she got her Oscar stolen. Uh, oh, and there was there was more, but those are the ones that just come to mind. Nothing about um any anything else. No, nothing about Jimmy Kimmel. Nothing about stuff that happened at the awards. No, what happened to Jimmy did Kimmel? You, did you? <laughs> no, he's fine. He always does these. I think they're amazing. A lot of people don't like them, but he does these fun things with like people on the street kind of thing. He took uh, Gal Gadot, Army Hammer, you know, several big names um, across the street to an actual movie theater where people were watching a movie, had them stop the movie and brought all these people in to give them like snacks and stuff. So here are these people watching this movie and then like actual movie stars come in to give them like popcorn and gummy bears and that kind of stuff. I just love that kind of stuff. I think that's hilarious and, and fun. Like, can you imagine... I can imagine I can imagine somebody being in that audience being like, hey, put the movie back on. <laughs> no. Because you just don't know if it's really Jimmy person, Kimmel or not. Not a single person in that audience <laughs> reacted like that. Uh, it was amazing. I loved it. That's fun. Yeah. I'm glad it went well. Because uh, I know a lot of people love the Oscars and you want it to be good. It's just, a, I think it's a fun show. Can I ask but you I a love question movies. though? Yeah. Just real quick. Don't spend too much time. Because this isn't Sif Pop Podcast. But, it's true. Good point. But I have a quick question. As a movie critic yourself, um, you cast your ballot at the... Critics' Choice Awards. Critics' Choice Awards. Did you guys do good like predictions that were similar to the, how the Oscars Because mm-hmm. I know that's, yeah. that's something that's in the news a lot is like... Predictors. If, if, if the Critics' Choice does this, then most likely the Oscars will follow. This is actually a pet peeve of mine. So thanks for bringing it up. Oh, you're welcome. Um, Glad to be I here. I hate the focus on predictors. I think it is silly, and I think it's silly for us to be concerned about it. It's one of the things about- I'm not pre- concerned about it. I'm asking. I'm not talking about you. Oh, okay. I'm talking about- I feel like I had to defend no, 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 myself because no, 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 no. you're all like, no, no, whoa. No, 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 no. I, and I'm coming off forceful because I do feel very strongly about this, about the, the decision makers in my body, the Critics' Choice, the BFCA. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are very concerned that they're the best predictors of the Oscars. And I'm like, how about we be concerned that we pick the best movies? How about we just do our job and say this is these are the good you know the good movies? And then if it's the same that the Oscars does, that's fine. Why are we trying to match? That's a weird goal. Am I so? Are you saying when I'm voting, I'm supposed to be voting for the one I think is going to win the Oscar? 
Like, that makes no sense to me. So I can see what I, you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get that people look at that and in, in that they think, well, that makes us more important because if people know that we usually predict the Oscars, they're going to care more about us. I'm like, how about you put on such a good show and you do such a good thing that you're better than the Oscars? Like, you know, why, you know, why is that your goal? So I, I get a, it's one of my pet peeves, you know, when it comes up. So, yeah, man, I'm um, sorry. So I'm passionate about it. So you brought it up. I don't really know that I've ever talked about that publicly. So. Well, I don't know how to respond. But <laughs> the email is on the way I from hope, the BFCA. I've I been fired. I know. I'm, I'm like, no longer uh, in the BFCA. Hopefully everything is okay. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, one thing that I wanted to mention, Tiffany Haddish, uh, who's an amazing female comedian. Uh, she was in Girls Trip, stole the show. She's hilarious. Hosted SNL like a month and a half ago. And did this whole bit about the dress she was wearing to host SNL. And she was like, look, you all may be rich, but this is the exact same dress I'm wearing to the Oscars. So Was it? It was. That's she wore the so exact funny. same dress. Yeah. You know, somebody else did that. That was another high, uh, um You sure it wasn't Tiffany article Haddish? Article that I, I saw. I would, I, would highly, I, I would highly doubt that there were two people that did that. But I, I bet that was Haddish that you, no, that you saw. No, it was Rita Moreno. Oh, really? She wore the same dress to the Oscars in 1962. Oh, right. That she wore uh, last night. For She was the one who was in um, the musical, right? The, um, wow. I just, my mind just totally blanked. West Side Story? Yeah, West Side Story. I just read that. Like the greatest. Because I didn't know who Rita Marina was oh, until yeah, yeah. right now. Yeah. Because again, I don't pay attention to this stuff. <laughs> But I did see the article. It like scrolled through that she wore the same dress. Well, that's cool. So it happened again. Yeah. But a much cooler one, if you ask me. To be able to wear the same dress that m- that much later. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is cool. That is cool. That's nifty. Well, that's. Oh, and then one more thing. One more our, thing. One more thing. Oh, okay. One more thing. I just have to say this. Okay. Eva Marie Saint. Love her. She's been in a lot of Hitchcock movies. I, I don't, okay. She came up and said, I was doing, I forget which movie she said. So I'm just going to say the birds. She says, I was doing the birds with Fred and such and such happened. She's talking about Alfred Hitchcock and she called him Fred. Who calls Alfred Hitchcock Fred? Same as Alfred. Uh, Something that you might not know about Aaron, but is clear now. (laughs) He's passionate about movies and loves Alfred Hitchcock. You mean Fred Hitchcock? I don't know him that well. Well, thanks so much for perusing the news with us today. You can connect with us on Twitter anytime at Peruse the News and let us know if you're interested um, in anything. Like you can actually send us articles that you're interested in and you can learn more about this podcast also and other podcasts on the Studio DNA Podcast Network at studiodna.media. That's not .com. That's studiodna.media. You can also chat live with us uh, when we go live for the podcast by getting the Spreaker app. You just search for Peruse the News in Spreaker. We usually go live on Mondays. Uh, heads up, looking at making uh, this podcast in the podcast New Music Digest alternating weeks. So may make them uh, every other week podcast. So maybe every other Monday you'll hear Peruse the News and every other Monday you'll hear New Music Digest. And it'll be no surprise to you that we have a huge thanks for our patron supporters at patreon.com to uh, help us with this podcast network you guys give every month and it makes a huge difference and you can support at three bucks a month for the first perk that's an ad-free experience with your own podcast feed and all that is at patreon.com slash studio dna 
If you would do us a favor and rate the podcast uh, at Apple Podcasts as well as leave a comment there, uh, we would appreciate it. It's a great way for people to find out what's going on here uh, at Apple Podcasts. Uh, We really appreciate you doing that or whatever podcast player you use. And finally, a huge shout out to our producer, Phil, who takes all of the crazy things that we say and somehow arranges it into a show that makes sense. We appreciate you and your time. Thanks for being part of Studio DNA. And that's... That's the news! That was pretty good. And that's the news. You go into like a Muppet voice. Here, I'll do it and then you imitate. And you're good, you're that's good, the news. You're a good imitator. And that's the news. And that's the news. There you go. Nicely there done. you go. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs>